Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. I've got Rona. I'm joined by Phil Chambers and hopefully later joined by Adam Nicholas of What Culture to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Duper, oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Phil Chambers. Uh, yeah, sorry that I'm not doing this in person. Uh, I tested positive at the start of this week. I've been missing. And uh, yeah, it's crap. I hate this. <laughs> I will say the office is much quieter without you. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I guarantee you as well, some people will have been listening to the podcast this week uh, that I've been on. I've been away for off, off for a couple of days uh, and gone. Just what different about this? What is it? What is it? Oh, there's not a shed load of sound effects being played because <laughs> he can't push all of his little buttons. And it, honestly, it's all gone a little bit 2020 again. Oh, it's honestly. The, I was just saying to you there before we started recording, uh, doing obviously work from home for the last few days, and the PTSD of like you say, summer <laughs> 2020, where it was just this. I mean, at least when I subsequently test negative a few times, I can go out and we can have a beer or whatever, Phil. But, yeah. Yeah, don't like this at all. Don't Just like this at all. Never again. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's been a very eventful week in the world of wrestling. We should probably start with, with last weekend, Phil. You and uh, Hamlet did the stream for uh, Elimination Chamber. And as a result, we're getting a winner-take-all title versus title thing at WrestleMania. What do you make of that? And what did you make of the uh, premium live event? I thought the premium live event was less than premium. <laughs> um, they've somehow gone back to making the Saturday Hope Show as a glorified house show somehow. And it's like, but it's not even like the grandeur of the ridiculous Saturday shows. They're like loads of um, people that they bring back. We only had Goldberg and that match was utter S-H-I-T. Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to spell swear words on podcasts? Is that a thing? I'll allow it. Like, I- Considering what, like what Michael Hamlet did in the days where I was away, I think I think we'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, but uh, I will say that, like the premium live event wasn't great, but I 
did kind of enjoy Brock Lesnar in the Elimination Chamber match. I'm not going to lie. Him coming out uh, of the pod, just making his own mind up when he's going to come out. Like, Bobby Lashley's not there. I'm just coming out now. <laughs> F5 gone. F5 gone. F5 gone. And then F5 off the bloody top of the pod. Mm. Gone. Huge fan of that. That was very entertaining. I was very entertained by it. Mm. Him squashing most of the WWE roster. Probably not the best long-term thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did think when, as I was watching it, I mentioned this earlier today, when uh, they announced, oh, Bobby Lashley's got, I didn't know obviously, obviously at the time about his injury, uh, IRL, and we wish him well in the recovery for that. Yeah. I did sort of go, right, I'm going to make this interesting then because it's clearly Brock winning. And yeah, him going, bollocks to the big lights above the pods, I'm coming out now. <laughs> and, and then it was like, Oh, him and Austin Theory is the final two. Like, it's definitely Lesnar winning then. And I was like, what are they going to do to make this interesting? Oh, try and kill Austin Theory. Right, got you. Nice. At least Austin Theory got the low blow in. He got one shot Indeed. of Floyd Lesnar. That's it. You can, you can feed off that for a while. Exactly. But yeah, then he died. <laughs> um, and now we are getting uh, title for title, champion versus champion at WrestleMania, a true WrestleMania main event. We're going to always say we are now joined by a wrestle culture main event. Adam Nicholas, welcome back to the hey. podcast, mate. Just when I thought I was out, <laughs> they pulled me back in. <laughs> Hello, it's gentlemen. Been a long time, my friend. It's been a it's, really long time. It's been a long time. Listen, I know, I know what the rule was. It was break the glass in case of emergency. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that the ratings have been down. I've heard all about it. So here I am to make them go lower as well. <laughs> we are listening to you. You are the authority now. We have brought Adam Nicholas back <laughs> by popular demand. And mate, what do you think of winner taking all at WrestleMania all over again? Um, it's all you know what it is. It's stupid, right? But it's always a good time, isn't it? I don't mm. know what it is. What is it about the winner taking all that always seems to be entertaining? Like we were there for the the Becky Lynch one. Mm-hmm. And that was, yes, it was long. I mean, imagine if that pay-per-view had been two days. God, that would have been so much better. Oh. But it's still quite a nice big feel, right, isn't it? Mm. I think that's, it, it adds a bit of grandeur to it. It's daft. It's stupid. But is it as daft as someone who's already won uh, the unifying match carrying two belts? I don't think it is. Don't Honestly, don't get me started. It's, it is... <laughs> That's that is something that I get wound up about on almost every AW podcast we do. Like, and it, the thing is, Nicholas, it started from a place of love and adoration. Because when they said, admittedly, Cody at the time was going to be away for like what two weeks medical protocol, mm. I was like, oh, it's kind of stupid because he's only he's only missing he's not off for months on end. He's only missing a few weeks. But I was like, oh, I really like this because I'm a fan of UFC as well, and they have interim belts there, and blah, blah, blah. And then they had the unifying match, and they threw both belts. Oh, he kept wearing both belts. And then Andrade stole both belts. And I was like, what's going on? What's happening here? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense, because nothing got unified. No. <laughs> the idea is they become the war again. That's how it's supposed to work. And this has not happened. No. <laughs> and I don't think it's going to. I, look, I can see the appeal. I just don't. You've got it. Come on. It's a logic company, that company. I would allow it in WWE because it's stupidity, but not do, in AEW. I can't. I could like, I'm trying to picture the belt in my head and I can't see it. But do AEW have nameplates on their belts? 
Ooh, I don't think so. I think so. Because I was just wondering if he's still carrying around <laughs> two belts, one that says Cody and one that says Sammy, or whether he changed the nameplate on one of them so they both say Sammy. <laughs> well, that Cody one will be worth a lot more now. <laughs> what, what really wound me up was when people were saying, oh, Sammy two belts on social media. I was like, no, no, Becky two belts. You know, <laughs> Connor had two belts when he was in the UFC because he won two different weight classes. When he won the interim championship and then won the... the he didn't... He's not two belts. It's one belt. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. My favourite thing is about, about this. Since, about since this. we're talking about championships and things, sorry to butt in. Uh, but I've just realised that we're talking about titles, we're talking about championships, we're talking about the award-winning WrestleCulture podcast. Yes. And this is truly going back to the fully award-winning lineup. Yes, because we were... I we still got have award- that trophy on my desk. <laughs> yeah, the best lineup of WrestleCulture. It was very entertaining yeah. when Adam Cleary was there to accept the awards. <laughs> Look, right, I'm not saying that we win awards, Phil, when we're together all the time. I'm not saying that. But there is an award, and it does have our names on. And it the does. last time, it's been a long time since I was here, so you're probably due another one now. Yeah. Um, my favourite thing as well about the, the winner-take-all thing is I guarantee we could have an exclusive chat with all the people in power within WWE. And if I said to them, what happens after WrestleMania? They'd go, huh? What have you got planned for after wrestling? You got the two titles, and the one person wins and takes them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be Roman, probably. Cool, cool, cool. And then what after that? What do you mean? Well, like you've only got. What was the question again? Sorry, what was the question? (laughs) Just no plan. Guarantee it. Um, But we have to talk uh, very quickly, uh, Nicholas, about Cesaro because this news broke last night. Um, Phil and I apparently had the same thought. We I did see that. <laughs> the same it was thing. Very close. It was ridiculous. Phil and I both went. This guy's meant push him to the moon, basically. Yeah. It said it went. Oh, like the Spider-Man meme, but with tweets. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I read that and assumed that you were either together or you had done that on purpose. I just. <laughs> Um, but it was it's surprising for, for a multitude of reasons. Didn't he just re-sign a new contract, Nicholas, last year? Oh, I mean, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I don't watch WWE anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, he did. Why not? Yeah. From from what I know, from a very reliable source, which is uh, What Culture News, which you can find on YouTube, uh, What Culture WWE, Phil Chambers and Andy Murray told me today, while I was editing the news, that he everyone was aware that his contract was coming up in Feb. Uh, and and here we are. It's, it's in Feb. And he's oh, decided maybe. he's not going to be sent. Maybe he signed, but I think the thing was he signed a new contract, obviously, presumably February last year, hence why he got all the great stuff with the WrestleMania match with Rollins and, and the, the title match with, with Reigns. Arguably, that might have been there to convince him to stay. But I think when people hear that and I hear sign a new contract, I think at least two years, basically. But I, I, I think it's, it's surprising and not that surprising whatsoever, is it, Nicholas? I don't think so. I think uh, I tell you what it does say to me. If if that is the case, if he did just sign a new contract, then Cesaro is a shrewd businessman because he knows this company and they are wanting to re-sign him. He's obviously, if he has chosen a year, they gave him this lovely little push. We knew it wasn't going to last. He probably knew it wasn't going to last, mm. uh, and he's been proven right. So at least he got out of that from that February last year. He got that great match and little fig feud with Seth Rollins, which really did remind everybody just how great Cesaro could be. Then he got the Roman Reigns stuff off the back of that. He got a little bit of Brian stuff in there before Brian left too. 
he's probably probably done what what's best for business, boys. Mm. Eh? And Phil, uh, very interesting because obviously AW said they're not signing anyone new. So, <laughs> but since we said that, they've also signed Buddy Matthews, <laughs> Buddy Matthews, uh, and uh, God knows how many other people. Shane like Strickland, people. Gresham yeah, was backstage, course. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy was the other one, and now Cesaro. I assume because why <laughs> wouldn't you like? That man would be gold on anybody's roster. And like you don't even have to push him as a main event level uh, superstar or anything. If you're going to have him just on your roster to like wrestle the younger guys and lift them up to his position, teach the next generation. Like he's got, he's one of the best wrestlers, like pure in-ring wrestlers in the world. He's got a wealth of knowledge that he can pass on to absolutely everybody on the roster. And then along the way, we'll probably end up with a bunch of dream matches too. So mm. it's like it's win-win just having him on your roster. It's mad that they've let, like just allowed him to go <laughs> like and without throwing money at him. Because surely, like especially with like NXT 2.0, if you put Cesaro on NXT yeah. 2.0 for a year or something, like you're going to elevate those stars so much more than just having them wrestle each other. Yeah. But then are, you gonna... are you low, Phil? <laughs> well, not elevate them in terms of stardom, but elevate them in terms of uh, teaching them how to rest. Yes. But like... uh, no, I would agree. Because he, he's the kind of guy who would get hands-on at the PC, wouldn't he, and just yeah. actually help them become better wrestlers. I still don't think even he could save them, but, you know. <laughs> did, you did we all see Nikita Lyons' pin on NXT 2.0 this week? When I said I don't watch WWE, I wasn't joking, man. <laughs> I, 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 the only thing I've watched in about... For nearly eight months, maybe is probably the Royal Rumble, and then I immediately went, "Yeah, now I remember why I don't do this." <laughs> More importantly, and I assume you might have seen this because it was actually in a group chat on Slack uh, in the office today. Have you seen the new promo for the new NXT uh, UK wrestler? It, it was you who. <laughs> it was you What's who that? This. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it is. But it's is some it, spooky stuff, and it's it, a trucker who finds some like sheep's wool, <laughs> and then there's a shadowy figure in the background. It's like, ooh, a dark figure is coming to NXT UK. <laughs> I feel like they're cashing in on the Hank the Tank stuff, yeah, because that definitely looked like that massive big bear. I don't know if you saw the big bear; it was absolutely gigantic, and there's been like problems with him over in America. He just keeps breaking at people's houses, but he's just five hundred pound bear. They just can't stop. <laughs> they literally can't stop him. Hank the Tank, he's called, and it looks exactly like like the way it's shuffled by in the shadows. <laughs> just Hank the Tank leaving the scene of the crime. Nicholas, I'm going to send you this this uh, Nikita Lyons pinfall from NXT. I'd love to get your live reaction to it. All. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, I can see why you enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. I volunteer for death by snoo snoo. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yep, I, I can see why you're talking about that. That seems like a trade of your street. Well, a lot of a lot of attention for NXT. That did. I wonder why. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm instantly reminded. It's of, right uh, in with that age group, isn't it? Yeah, I'm instantly reminded of WWE. Do you remember when they did that really weirdly gross shot on Lacey Evans when she was there? Uh, like outside the ring on a main event, what yeah. I can't remember what pay per view it was, and the cameraman literally the zoomed <laughs> into our arse. <laughs> yeah, it's a good gimmick, I guess. Uh, yeah, intrigued to see what, what happens with Cesaro next because, like you said, I think it's one of those where WWE probably should have tried to keep him, but then 
they weren't going to do anything with him. They've, they've done what they did. You know, they did. He did the, come on guys. He did the UFO at WrestleMania. What more do you want? A world title reign. Well, that's not going to happen. So he's probably going to go to AEW. What would you think? If he goes to AEW, like seriously, it's such an easy way of bringing him in right now with uh, Danielson doing his thing about like proving to the younger wrestlers that he needs to step up and things. And he's trying to work with Moxley to do it. But then they've got this match coming up and then Moxley might not want to team up with Brian Danielson. But guess who might want to team up with Brian Danielson? Another incredible in-ring guy called Cesaro. And then eventually they can break up and then they can fight. And it, just everything along the way would be absolutely incredible. Imagine if he imagine if he does get Moxley though. And then he goes, goes and recruits, you know, Daniel Garcia. And you just see footage of Daniel Garcia going into the Danielson dojo. And there's not only Moxley and Danielson, there's now Cesaro. And bollocks to it, why not have Timothy Thatcher in there as well? That's just, yeah, we're just going to stretch you, boys. Don't worry, welcome to the real quiz. It's going to be unbelievable. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Nicholas, about even more AW signings, basically? Me and Phil talked about this on the news just the other week, as, as we mentioned, where they said, right, that's it, no more. And then you kind of have, like Cesaro, obviously, you kind of have to sign. Buddy Murphy, now Buddy Matthews, um, whose debut was completely overshadowed by Alex Abrahantes and what he, whatever he was dressed as. <laughs> He's a vampire um, now. <laughs> Jane Strickland, formerly Isaiah Swerve Scott, who just is mint. I don't know why anyone would release him. As I talked about, Jonathan Gresham was apparently backstage on Dynamite. Jeff Hardy told WWE to F off, and he's basically already said he's all elite. What do you make about more of these AEW signings? Well, first off, uh, Penta's little mate. The funnier thing is, as I was watching this, from a very legitimate source, obviously, Mm. um, the... The bit, like the entrance bit, was actually missing, or I had missed out on that. So all I got was him on the outside, dressed, <laughs> like the count. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on, what? It's February. I mean, I've heard of Halloween in January, but not <laughs> Halloween in February, man. That was ridiculous. So uh, I tell you I'm what, sh- if if they like a biggie had the five count in NXT. If they do the one, ah, 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 two, <laughs> ah, 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 three, ah, 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 and he's going to put him down for the entire length, that would be genius. Yeah, yes. on the side. Yeah, uh, see that I'm into, but it was very, it was very jarring to come out of that. Yeah, as for signings though, I mean, come on, like anybody who's getting upset about this is you need to go outside. Just go outside and do something else. Because think about it. You can, understandably, they probably need to shut up shop and start like trying to mould the stuff they have got. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if someone really good comes along, you can't just be like, sorry, we're not, you know, we're not taking people on. They're just going to let Cesaro, what, just let him go somewhere else. Like, he's world-class talent. You was, you're trying to build a world-class wrestling company, sign the world-class talent. I, I guess that's it. I don't know. I, I do understand the argument because clearly... The money thing seems to have played a bit of a part in the Cody uh, mm-hmm. saga somewhere on the line. And I guess the more big names they're bringing in, the more that gets stretched. So maybe there's something along that lines. But, you know, someone like a Cesaro, unless they really are somehow on the verge of bankruptcy, like which I highly doubt, uh, is, is a no-brainer. Because because of the sheer amount of stories that are already there from so many wrestlers they have on the roster and ones that they have with the new wrestlers who are fresh and young, as Phil's already pointed out. 
Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those, isn't it, where I, I can see both sides of the argument. Now, we, we, we me and the uh, Dadleys were chatting about something the other day, and I just glancing at their roster, and I was like, oh yeah, remember when they signed Tony Nice or Jay Lethal or people like that? And we've just you know been forgotten about. I mean, Keith Lee. There's an argument to be made. Keith Lee came in, had this amazing debut, and then the last two weeks you've just had him occasionally talk for thirty seconds or whatever. But he's you know he's on the pay per view, so there's that. Miro, you're like, how do you not have anything for Miro? I think there are there are issues, and there is undoubtedly roster bloat because I would, I even if it wasn't my job, I'd probably still would watch Rampage and Dynamite, but I'm not going to watch Dark or Dark Elevation. No. So you've got three hours, and you've got, I mean, just think about the people they've picked up in the last what six months. Like I say, Keith Lee, Brian Danielson, CM Punk. Adam Cole, then you've got all the, you know, AW originals that you want to keep promoting, your Jungle Boys, Darby Allen, MJF, what a promo from him this week. I don't oh. oh. without mentioning that again. Um, and then, yeah, they just, you know, signings on top of signings on top of signings. There are problems, there are issues with this signing policy that AW mm. have. But, yeah, you don't go, no, no. <laughs> We're not getting one of the best technical wrestlers in the world because we've already got the X number of people on our roster. It just doesn't, doesn't, it can't work like that, but it's going to be very interesting. The best thing that AW can do at the minute, or at least try and figure out how to do is like some kind of rotation of their roster. Yeah. Like, like you know, we would have had with like the territory system back in the day or whatever. Someone would go to a place that'd be there for six months or a year, they'd do a run and then they'd go somewhere else. Like why couldn't they have possibly have the ability to, Bring a guy in, have make him have like a, a year-long run and then six mm. months off or six months on, six months off. Yeah. And like cycle through people and make sure it's never like over- overlapping with the same people all the time. And so you can mix it up. You can keep people fresh. People will be excited for when they do come back after a six-month absence. Like we always see whenever someone goes out on an injury, they always come back so much harder than they were yeah. before because absence, funnily enough, makes the heart grow thunder. Uh, and because they've got so many people now, they could very easily do this within their system. Or Well, it's probably not that easy to write, but they could easily have enough people to do it and do it well um and you're constantly cycling the top guys you give lower down people a bit of a chance when some of the other people are out and it's like just just yeah freshens it up a little bit and gives everyone a little bit of a shot at the top no no offense but i did do a double take today and i think he's great i think he's got a lot to offer but i was like i bred half the headline Mm. and went yeah yeah, yeah." released obviously then it's like brian cage (laughs) signs another deal with aw i was like didn't see that one coming, I've got to be honest. No, his last match was in October, like the 8th, I think, and he lost to Ricky Starks and he's not wrestled. Well, he wrestled on the Jericho Cruise, but like, you can't exactly count that because it wasn't televised or anything. Right. And that's that's all he's done since October. Like, he, he's one of the guys that everyone's had, like, when these first three-year contracts are up, like, uh, he's going to be going because, yeah. A, he's, like, vocally not happy about his position <laughs> and how he's being used, and B, they obviously don't really have anything to do with him because they haven't done anything with him in a very long time. And now here's Tony Khan picking him up for another year. <laughs> like, unless there's some kind of promise in that where they actually have a plan and they're going to use him, I don't understand this signing at all. No. Um, we did a podcast earlier this week. You can go and listen to it wherever you get your podcasts from with myself and the Dadley Boys talking about what Tony Khan's big announcement could be within AEW. Uh, Nicholas, if you had to take a guess, what would you go for? Is it a streaming service? Is it a super show with New Japan? Is it, whisper it, AW coming to the UK? 
Oh, don't tempt me. Like, don't tempt <laughs> me and tease me. I mean, obviously, I would love most of those things, which I'm sure somewhere down the line you probably will get all of them. Uh, it's, it's obviously now Cesar, isn't it? I guess that's got to. <laughs> that's the big, somehow he predicted before the big announcement. He was like that Cesaro was like, fingers crossed this will. Maybe you'll not sign this card. No, I, honestly, at this point, uh, I wouldn't even want to guess purely because um, I was so impressed with the way they handled what I genuinely and probably quite cynically thought, you know, when it was clearly probably going to be Keith Lee who was debuting and they managed to put in the sprinkled surprise of Jay White, mm. which really genuinely, and the, the way they put that together, obviously Jay White being there and then immediately afterwards you had the tournament, which still in my mind made me wonder, are we having... Is that a surprise or is this? Mm-hmm. It just added a couple of seconds of doubt, which is hard to cut. It sounds daft, but that's hard to come by in wrestling these days. And I, I'll be the first person to criticise Tony Khan for being a bit over eager with things, um, but absolutely got it right. So I wouldn't even want to guess to put the pressure on him, Adam. I just I'd be happy to let him do his thing. Then he can get it wrong, and I can go back to criticising again. <laughs> one good day. <laughs> it's uh, it's Shane McMahon, isn't it, Phil? <laughs> yeah, the, the, ru- <laughs> the rumors are that it's it's some kind of business deal, and maybe Shane and Matt coming in as a as a money man, maybe because they definitely need that. <laughs> AW. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it, the rumors are that it's some kind of a business deal rather than just an actual signing, and the rumors are also that it's really big. Like, hasn't he been trying to hype it up as like as big as the first dance or something? But yes. in terms of a business deal, and like. I'm not sure where you can go for that. <laughs> like a streaming platform would make sense. Like mm-hmm. I, I think Andy was saying in the office earlier that like possibly like the, some rumors out there of like buying up ROH for their tape library or something yeah. to put it on some kind of like AW streaming platform. And like having both of those together on one streaming platform would definitely bolster what AEW have to offer. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. The thing with uh, event with New Japan seems like a thing that's been coming for a really long time. Yeah. But is that going to have the kind of seismic shifts that he is mentioning or is he just overhyping it again because that's what Tony Khan <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'd like him to do is none of what we well, I'd like him to do a lot of what we just mentioned it's closing down the company <laughs> <laughs> surprise no, everyone Tony Khan is going to WWE <laughs> he, I think he should announce he's going to have a wrestling promotion a football team and a cage fighting promotion <laughs> and to bring it in Chris Cyborg, who's been doing stuff, um, obviously with, I think, Thunder Rosa. That's something with her in the gym. Yes, uh, yeah, I saw that. Chris Cyborg, women's champion. Shane McMahon, men's champion. Yeah, uh, checks out for me. The bare-knuckle king himself. Best <laughs> <laughs> in the world at punching people. Hey, those punches in the Royal Rumble, with those he can take anyone out. Oh, man. <laughs> One of my highlights highlights of the Royal Rumble was Shane McMahon's... <laughs> Basically, everything Shane did, because Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Grow up. Just grow up. But Matt Riddle, trying not to laugh while Shane McMahon tries to out-punch the former MMA fighter. He's, like, hitting him. And you can see Riddle is, like... He's, like, trying not to laugh. He, like, ducks up and then starts to chuck a few back. Oh, just a disaster. A disaster of a man, isn't he? A disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I will always say, you and I talk about this regularly, Wilborn. I always will give Shane McMahon, he, he probably saved my first ever WrestleMania. Mm. I say that in the lightest of terms, but it was a big surprise when he came back. It was exciting and it made the card feel a bit interesting when all those people were injured in Dallas. 
But Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, how the mighty fell very, very quickly. <laughs> I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, before we get to this week's hashtag bloody good quiz, uh, Phil, we need to talk about the uh, the conspiracy doing the rounds in professional wrestling. You seen this? You heard about this? I don't know. Have I? No. <laughs> yeah, have, have we? Well, I have a very simple question to ask. Is it about The Fiend or something? <laughs> it's not about The Fiend. Uh, it was doing the rounds, I believe, on Thursday following AW Dynamite, Phil Chambers. My question to you is, has Chris Jericho had ab implants? Oh, I <laughs> I haven't actually seen this. How have I missed this? Yeah, so basically, he's slimmed down, like, in my opinion, probably because he's... Going to uh, WWE, baby. Yeah, probably because there's the, the, it's negotiation time, and look what happened to Jake Hager around that time. Probably because, you know, he had that health scare. Probably he's given up the booze as a result of that and following the Fozzie tour. And now he's there with his leather jacket, you know, jaw jacking with Eddie Kingston. And he looks great in there, especially compared to how he looked, say, six months ago. I have just Googled it. So (laughs) according to the internet, he's had ab implants or what was it? It was called, I looked at this earlier with with, uh, Sidge on the the Rampage preview, like ab sculpting or something it's called. See, abdominal etching. That's it. Etching. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I think what's happened here is is that 
if anybody who pays attention to Chris Jericho, right? Yes, and it, you know it shouldn't it shouldn't really be a big issue. It doesn't really matter what his body looks like, but the internet seems to enjoy Chris Jericho having a dad body, which is fine if that's your thing, I guess. But if you ever watch when he goes to work out, like anybody who goes to work out, right? After you've just done the workout, your muscles are in this prime condition, aren't they? So like they they look great. You're like, oh, and you start tensing and doing whatever you do. So I genuinely think what's happened here, and I said this to Hamford, I said, I think he was very close to giving himself a hernia at this point. <laughs> because I think he went in there and was like, the jacket was on. And I think if you watch the way he stood, he has tensed himself so <laughs> hard. And I'm not saying he hasn't been put the work in, by the way. It has been noticeable that he has trimmed down a little bit uh, in the last couple of weeks. I genuinely think he's been standing with the jacket on. You know how he does that Jericho face where it looks like he's just sucked on a lemon. Like <laughs> I, he was like tensed up in that. Go and watch it back. And that's why I feel like a lot of that promo, he's like, very wooden, like his body's wooden <laughs> while he's talking in a low, because he's just making sure the abs are out. Like, I'm going to show the world these abs. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I think he was, I think he was straining. I think he was very close to either pooping himself or giving himself a hernia. He's <laughs> like, he's tensing, Phil, but like, he's, he's like 51 years of age. I don't like the fact that he does, like, like Nicholas said, put some work in and then people are like, well, he's obviously had some sort of sculpting, etching surgery bollocks. Furious. He's 51. Give him a break. He's allowed yeah. a bit of a dad bod at this point, Charlie. Also, I think a lot of people just hate this idea that someone could just go and change their life so easily. Like, because then, <laughs> yeah. because they're sitting at home going, Well, I, that's rubbish. I, I wouldn't be able to do that in three months. So there's no way that he could do it. <laughs> I like the idea. He probably just put in all the frustration of um, John Moxley ruining GFY on its first week. And he's like, well, this is going to be a nice money spinner. GFY. Oh, what does it mean? Oh, it's a little bit of a... Oh, he's just said exactly what it means. And uh... <laughs> Can we can we have a quick one here? Because me and Hamza had a discussion about this. Uh, the Jericho Kingston promo, okay? Mm-hmm. So I kind of struggle these days with Jericho in general, just because I'm not a fan of Jericho, the person, per se. And I I don't know, I'm just not into his stuff anymore. I feel like... And ever since he started wearing them sneakers, man, I... Oh, good Christ... Good Christ, man! <laughs> but <laughs> did you did did you did it work for you guys? For me, I, like Hamford said, it felt like one of the first times he really kind of believed Jericho in a while. And I would argue the part where he starts getting into it properly uh, and he starts talking about Kingston's uncle and his yeah. father and that, I really started to think that was where he was finding the gold. Because before that, Hamford was like, I think he's being self-aware and he's like saying what the people think. And I disagreed, man. I think he. The stuff Jericho says in that promo to me up to that point, I was like, he believes it, brother. Like it's, <laughs> that's it. Don't don't kid yourself. <clears throat> I don't doubt that Jericho believes everything he does these days. Uh, but this for me, like I've not like like you say, I've not been a huge fan of Jericho in like recent months, and this is the first time I've like actually been engaged in something mm. he's done. Um, even in like within this Eddie Kingston feud, like this, it seems to have like taken it up another level. Um, but like I think like Eddie Kingston just brings the best out of people with these things, yeah. doesn't he? Like I think even like the little needing, like uh, him just going, oh, what's a baby face and things, just little things, just <laughs> jabbing at Jericho, like what are you doing, man? Like get onto my level, kind of thing in a way, kind of just unlocked something in Jericho, and then it all came together towards the end. Yeah, he's turned the corner a little bit for me. A few weeks back, I was not a fan. Uh, and uh, I still don't like the influencer. See, but... <laughs> I, I think 
if you're looking at that and thinking, oh, he's doing that ironically, um, that might be great. But he's not. He's no. not doing it ironically. This is, unfortunately, I feel like we've landed, we're landing the spell for me where Jericho is one of the most creative people this industry's ever had. I will never, yeah. ever take any of his wrestling stuff away from him. Amazing. But after, you know, that was that little period before the list where he came back and things just weren't quite right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and he was still trying to figure out what the next thing was before he really hit home and started that amazing run. I feel like we're in that bit now. Mm. Uh, the trainers for me, man, they're not it. I don't know what he thought they were. <clears throat> but they aren't it they don't work no. uh, at all they, if anything they just add to this feeling of a man who's chasing what he needs to do Influencer's not good GFY was never going to be good even no. if Joe Moxie hadn't said it at the start of the show like, <laughs> properly so yeah uh, for me not quite there I think it's yeah it's fair to say I think those those real moments for Jericho were becoming rarer and rarer and speaking of rare we have a word from uh, Omaha Stakes uh, sponsors to Sorry, I just felt I did a very best Jericho impression there. Although normally he pretends to, like someone just told the most funny story ever, and then there's a different room going. I will. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, you're making such a good point there, Adam Nicholas. I will. I will say I've been away that long. I genuinely just thought you were going at the spiel there. So well done. <laughs> I'm thinking um, like, quick... how do we? How do we land Omaha Sticks? Yeah. <laughs> well, before before we get to the bloody good quiz, I do want a quick word because I saw both of your faces when I said MJF's promo. What, what did you think of it, Nicholas? Oh, magical! Um, the thing that I loved about this the most is this. They already had me for this. Like, mm. they, arguably, they will have stretched it out already, which I just think is incredible. You know, you get these ones in WWE where you'd be going for. Months and months, and you'd be bored. Like uh, the perfect example I, I always use is the, the video package now is amazing, but the, the run up to Becky Lynch's match with Ronda and uh, Charlotte, there was just overkill everywhere because they were just had to stretch. It wasn't their fault, but it's the way it was. These two have managed to do that like effortlessly, and I would argue, even before MGF's promo, we were all in for this match. We were all already wanting to see it. We were all already down with it. Everything that happened. Uh, Punk having him speechless the other week was enough. Like, I genuinely think that they could have done it and it still wouldn't have needed this. How have they managed to find another angle to this, another wrinkle that makes it even more interesting? And the way Punk came in and sold that at the end of like, is that true? Is that true? And you mm. don't really find out. And the best thing about wrestling is when you think, I want to see what happens next week now. And that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what they've done. And it's just, it's, it's magical. I, I didn't think it could get any better and it is now better. Yeah, 100% agree. Like, it's my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Like, like bar none. Uh, and it's like, it's amazing because they've kind of kept it, in a way, this entire feud, they've kept really simple. Mm. Um, like, just in the kind of basic story of it. But yet they've managed to create so many layers on top of that and going back through, like, so many years and finding that photo with MGF and CM Punk. Like, the amount of layers and the amount of things they've put on top of this very simple story just keeps you completely hooked every single week. And, like, MGF's performance in this, he was absolutely brilliant. Like, he just, mm. he was genuinely on the verge of tears at any specific moment throughout that promo. And then, like you say, CM Punk coming in at the end, it's like, is this real? And him just walking off. Like, it leaves so many question marks and, like, it just by far deepens this MJF character who's just been a bit of a dick forever, but it's like <laughs> informing his dickishness. It's like the origin story of oh, yeah. MJF. <laughs> uh, and my favorite thing about it is that now, like you say, at least you want him more, but how is he going to turn this around to become even more of a dick next week? <laughs> you know it's going to happen and he's going to use this somehow, but I don't quite know how right now, but he's going to use it to become such a massive dick. 
And then eventually, like the internet was asking, like, oh, is MJF going to be turning babyface or anything? Like, I don't see that happening yeah. yet anytime soon. But eventually, one day down the line, I have no doubt that this guy could make it work because my word is he talented. Yeah, just just jaw dropping. I thought in its execution. And like you say, just very excited as we head towards Revolution next weekend. We will, of course, be doing a live stream for that. Uh, and let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE as well. But anyway, enough of all that. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Going Nuts 96 QBB. If you want your name associated with a hashtag bloody good quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes and leave us a five-star review on there. Uh, Going Nuts writes, I've been listening to this podcast for the past few years and it finally prompted me to ask myself, is this the best wrestling podcast ever? From the daily news roundups, keeping me up to date on all things wrestling to Wilborn and the Dadleys offering uh, detailed insight on each promotion. Hey, 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 What Culture, you all right. The World Culture team offer great wrestling takes and provide comedic relief uh, to give me a laugh throughout my work day. I could listen to What Culture for nine days. I'm sorry, I haven't got the uh, the soundboard that this clearly needs. I can listen to What Culture <laughs> for nine days straight. Nine days straight while they're reviewing egg stuff and still be entertained and engaged in the conversation. Keep it up, guys. Thank you. Going nuts. Uh, 96 QBB. So. Will we see a rusty Adam Nicholas or a return to form on this week's quiz all about Cesaro? Well, I, I would also like to say that I don't know how you've been doing on these quizzes, Bill. I have no, I, I literally have no gauge. It just hurt too much to hear what's been going on and not be here for it. <laughs> but I did think this was a great way for you to get a win. If you hadn't had one, I could come here <laughs> and together. Together, we could work like we always do for you or me, but mostly for you to achieve success today, I think, is the nice one to do. Shockingly, I've actually been doing all right recently, yeah, and I don't I quite know why, because nothing's changed on my part. So all I can imagine is that everyone else has gotten dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Who's or, been in recently? Who's been in recently, dare I ask? I beat Cleary a few weeks. I beat Hamplet. I beat Sidrick the other day. It's been no, all the you names. did yeah. not. Yes, I did. So what, what really we're, discuss, we're discovering now is I've just been dragging you down all this time. <laughs> you know, I was I think, holding you back from your potential. <laughs> you know what I think it was? Phil used to be on the boat and that had the bad signal. So he'd know the answer, but couldn't shout <laughs> his name out quickly enough. Yeah. So maybe that's what maybe. it is. But anyway, 10 questions, multiple choice, shout your name, wait for me to come to you. And remember, it's just for fun, guys. Just for fun. Just for fun. Okay, uh, question number one. Cesaro first appeared in WWE in 2006 as a police officer alongside which NXT star? Was it Baron Corbin, Dash Wilder, EC3, or Connor? Phil. Who? I hope this is... I think it's EC3. Is it EC3? It is EC. Hey. I, was, I was waiting to press a button there again. <laughs> Yay, who, it was, is. who was the last one? Sorry, Connor. Connor off the Ascension. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I basically yeah, thought, yeah. who's a big hard yeah. bastard who yeah. you could have thought might have been a police officer? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it was EC3. Well remembered, Phil. Uh, okay. Question number two Which language isn't Cesaro apparently fluent in? Right. Spanish, Italian, French, or German? Nicholas. 
got to be Spanish, hasn't it? Because he's going to be French, German and Italian. They sound exactly like what he... He likes his coffee. French is just French and German's German. They're all pretty close to Switzerland. It's a very good, very good work, a working out process. It is indeed Spanish. Although there were, I just Googled this and there's people arguing online. Well, he can't actually properly speak Italian. Shut up. <laughs> as long as he knows how to ask for coffee in Italian. Exactly. Uh, I've also forgot about the banging theme he used to have when it used to be like, c'est un miracle, c'est vrai. I was like, oh, yeah, it slaps this stuff. See, it's just, this is all before my time with Cesaro, so I missed all that. Back when he, was, he would say hello in all the different ways. And that's so that's so crap WWE the man. <laughs> oh. Say hello, say hello in, in five different ways, and then neck on with Axana, and they were like, right, well, that's that guy yeah. made then. <laughs> Smashed it. It reminds me of Breaking Ground, where Otis told them he could do the worm, and he's just been doing the worm ever since. It's like, like there's no real creative process that goes on with some of these guys and gals. It's just like, what can you do? That one, sound done. I would be 100% if, if it was me. And they were like, what could you do? They'd make me into, what was his name? Macho Mandau. Or when he went, when Paul <laughs> Damien Sandow had to nah. be all of the people every different <laughs> week. You're going to be Vince this week. You're going to be Davy Crockett, I think, at one point. Bret Hart, he did Bret. <laughs> yeah. You'd be Australian. They'd make you into an Australian character, wouldn't it? You're the third member of the Iconics. Yeah. You release them, doesn't matter. Just, man, <laughs> just tell everybody they're not yet a nice <laughs> just keep keep it going uh, right one each question three uh, which legend did Cesaro challenge on champions choice night on Raw in 2012 was it William Regal Sergeant Slaughter Billy Gunn or Mick Foley oh I don't know uh, ooh see <laughs> Now, William Regal sounds like the one you want us to pick. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. But then again, it might be the one film, might it? We might be overthinking this. What was it? William Regal, Sergeant Slaughter, Billy Gunn, Mick Foley. Okay. They are very different. They are. They are. <laughs> Nicholas, I tell you what. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine who I would enjoy him knocking that, like what they've got. If he knocked it off with a forearm smash. <laughs> or, the or, the, or the uppercut that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking of Sergeant Slaughter with these glasses and his hat on, and I'm thinking I'd like to see that. And because Cesaro's Swiss, WWE, like, Sergeant Slaughter is like America and an army <laughs> guy. So I'm going to say Sergeant Slaughter. It was Sergeant Slaughter. Literally I... didn't know that. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, okay, question four. They're so crap, aren't they? They're so yeah. crap. Oh. Question four. Uh, which award did Cesaro receive a record four years running in the Wrestling Observer News? Oh, uh, Nicholas. I, oh, no, you can give the... It's the most underutilised or something like that. Like the, the one that hasn't been used, the more like underused in a company, whatever that is. What's the word? I He's don't know been away for is. a while, Phil, so I'm going to give him this one. <laughs> it's most underrated. I mean... But you're, 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 yeah, you you've were, been you're very, you've been enough. very generous there. You have been generous. <laughs> they are. That's not the same thing. If it was later on in the quiz, maybe I wouldn't. Be, but it's it's three one now to Nicholas. I, I will happily forego that point, Phil, if you like, because that's not really the same thing, that is it? 
I nearly okay. didn't give it you because didn't, I didn't get to give you the options because <laughs> there were three serious ones. Hardest on, worker. Give him the options. <laughs> hardest worker, strongest wrestler, most underrated, or best baldy. Which I knew you had a bald one in there. You had a bald one. I had to get it in. I knew Murray wasn't on the quiz. I thought that'd be fine. Uh, okay, question five. Things on buzzers for this one. Who did Cesaro last eliminate to win the inaugural Andre the Giant Memorial Battle? But ah, but was that last or was that Ooh. just the big thing that happened in the thing? Crap! I go on, big show. Well, it was indeed Aye. the big show. How can he get him over the top rope? <laughs> <laughs> well, if Big Show pulls the top rope really hard, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not taking anything away from Cesaro there, by the way, because he lifted his ass up. Jesus, yeah. Uh, right, question six. 4-1 to Nicholas. Question six. How many times did Cesaro swing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Was it 15, 19, 23, or 27? Wow. Wow. Nicholas, I had 18 in my head, which doesn't help us in this. <laughs> but I'll go for 19 as a result of that. It's not 19. Ooh. Bill, your options are 15, 23, I'll or 27. I'll go with the next one up, 23. Yeah. It was 23 yeah. swings, nice. and then he did that. Mi- I re- it was one of my favourite WrestleMania matches that year, I have to say. Yeah. You know, everyone was talking about, you know, obviously Bianca and Sasha and, and, and the, the triple threat and what have you. But I thought it's just such a, like, we haven't had crowds back. Let's just make the most basic babyface heel, just... Fun spinny spots, all that. I do, I loved it. I've gone back and watched it. It's great stuff. Uh, right, uh, what's that? Just let him win as well. The fact yes, that exactly. Win, yeah. which was just, yeah. I can only enjoy it properly afterwards once I knew that was the case. Yes, <laughs> uh, right. Four questions to go, and it's four two to Nicholas. Question seven Cesaro appeared in which movie? Pain and Gain, Spring Breakers. The forty-year-old virgin or the wrestler? Right. Oh. Uh, why not Spring Breakers? <laughs> it's not Spring Breakers, which stars <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, of course. Oh, of course, right. oh, of course. Yeah. Easily confused. <laughs> Very a close resemblance there, Phil. Who? What was the other ones? Pain and Gain, the forty-year-old virgin, or the wrestler. Don't know. I don't know. I literally don't know. But I'm trying to do the math here. Pain and Gain is the one with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg, isn't it? Yeah. Is that right? So I can see why that might happen. And Cesaro might have just been in a gym somewhere lifting some stuff. What was the other ones? The 40-year-old virgin and the rest. I don't think he was in that. But then it's one of those where I bet like he could have been sneaking around. So I'm going to rule that out. I'm going to go with Pain and Gain. You know, I want to say the wrestler, but I'm going to go with Pain and Gain because I think I've... No, I'm not. I'm going to go... Oh, no, I can't change now. Pain again. I've got to stick with the first one because if I change it to the wrestler, which it undoubtedly is going to be, and I get it wrong, it'll be a shame. Pain again. Here's the wrestler. Oh, <laughs> come on. As, as soon as I said my answer, I was like, oh, maybe it is the wrestler because didn't they use like a bunch of yes, ROH yeah. guys? Well, that's yeah. the thing, but I thought that might have been a, a mislead, you see. Is it our truth in it? Is or have I forgotten? There's a load of uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. on our talent at the time, I think they were. Pain and gain it does star a bald wrestler, though. 
Kurt the Angle. Rock. <laughs> the oh, rock. Yes, and The Rock as well, yes. <laughs> uh, right, what's that? So that's still 4-2, three questions to go. Uh, question eight. <laughs> this is where it gets a little bit silly. I was like, oh, loads of boring wrestling questions. Let's get from. Question eight. Cesaro hasn't tweeted since January, but when he did tweet last, what emoji did he tweet? Was it the fire emoji, the eggplant emoji, the eyes emoji, or the poop emoji? Ooh, come Phil. on. Go Why on, not? Phil. Yeah. Eyes. It's not the eyes ah. emoji. I don't want it to be anything else other than the eggplant emoji. So <laughs> I've got to go for that, I'm afraid, whether it's what I want or not. <laughs> it's the fire emoji. Uh, How boring. <laughs> It was Shane doing some mint on SmackDown that they shared, and then they went, cool. How about you lose to Sheamus and Rich Holland and tag with Ricochet for no reason? <laughs> and They're that was enough for him to leave Twitter forever. <laughs> uh, okay, two questions to go, Phil. If you get these both right, everyone wins. Come on, Phil. Question nine. Cesaro did win a championship, the Up, Up, Down, Down championship. After beating Becky Lynch, but at what game was it? Mario Kart 8, Super Smash Bros, Rocket League, or Street Fighter? Nicholas. Phil. Ooh. And Nicholas has got in there first. Oh. <laughs> Rocket League. It's not the brilliant Rocket League. I was going to go with Super Smash Brothers. Wait. It's not Super ah! Smash Brothers. It was Mario Kart 8. It was, it was definitely a racing one. I was going to like a, a car related one. Eh? Uh, final question. Question 10. <laughs> My favorite question. A two-pointer, Phil. If you get this right, Phil, a two-pointer. <laughs> what did the wrestler known as Cesaro in WWE, but he's been known as things elsewhere, what did he once wrestle as? Was it a Wookiee, an alien, an ice cream, or a man <laughs> controlled by Uno cards? <laughs> Why do I feel like it's all of these things? <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to guess this is in Shikara. <laughs> yes, Maybe. probably. Maybe not. Uh, I am going to go with an ice cream. He did! Rest yeah! I yeah. 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 remembered yes. an ice cream mask in a Shikara thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out. I'm just Googling it now. I... <laughs> he is known as Very Mysterious Ice Cream in the tag team Lost Ice Creams. <laughs> what was his partner called? Just out of curiosity. Oh, uh, they were called. Hang on, not very mysterious yeah. ice cream. Less mysterious ice cream. Okay, so current members of uh, Lost Ice Creams. Um, current. <laughs> well, let me. You wait till I get to former. So current members: El Hijo del Ice Cream. Of course. Yeah. Uh, ice Cream Junior. Sorry, I just got. I just got distracted by signature moves, ice cream sandwich brackets. Both members hit a simultaneous avalanche splash on the recipient. Right. Not Former members, a very mysterious ice cream. Uh, 
wrestler former known as Cesaro. Glacier and Curry Man. <laughs> of course. I like they don't um, even have ice cream aliases. They're just, just Curry Man. Curry Man. Yeah. Curry Man as well. Curry Man. And, uh, He's too hot for ice cream. My personal, personal favourite flavour of ice cream. Oh, and they were, they, the team were briefly renamed when Curry Man joined in, team 20, in 2010. Two hot, hot colds, good. Team Delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrestling. I like the specifics on uh, on prowrestling.fandom.com. Uh, Lost ice creams debuted February 16, 2007. February 16, 2007. Or earlier. I mean, yeah, everything could be or earlier. <laughs> Aurelia. Maybe it was later. We don't know. Um, also, just a quick note as we wrap this up. Uh, Cesaro, then known as Very Mysterious Ice Cream, part of the Jakara tag team Lost Ice Creams, uh, helped in body slamming someone onto sprinkles. <laughs> Which I bet it wouldn't be fun, you know. Still. Yeah. Very sprinkles. Mysterious Ice I've just seen a picture of him. And it's, it's, it's really ruined my day, I've got to be honest. <laughs> Cesaro has had some wild looks over the years, man. Some wild, obviously not in WWE, but out before WWE, man. Yeah, Jesus. What do you want to do with that facial hair? Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. whatever. So, uh, as Adam Nicholas very kindly gave you double points, that means uh, it's a draw. Everyone, oh, yeah. Yeah, ladies, yeah, everyone wins <laughs> Friday. A big W for everyone on this Friday. What a wonderful day. I've got it, I've got it, so I'm just going to wrap up. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on everything we discussed. Now you've got on, on the quiz on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers, and you can follow Adam Nicholas at... It's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Adam Wilborn at... Adam Wilborn, and that is why this is the best trio for wrestling culture <laughs> right there uh subscribe to what culture wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts got the smackdown preview the rampage preview available right now uh and as i mentioned earlier on our discussion about tony khan's big announcement is also available as a podcast right now too but for now this has been wrestle culture my thanks to phil chambers to a returning adam nicholas thank you for joining us and we will see you soon I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to (laughs) pretend that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Chapter 1. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.